0: Season. What? It's spooky season.
1: It's spooky season? It's <laughs> spooky season. <laughs> I, yeah, she ran that by me one time. I did not know it was going to be like that. <laughs> no problem. Yes, it is spooky season, y'all. Spooky season. Spooky. Um, and yeah, we love whenever the leaves start falling off the trees and which
0: is we've had them all yeah they're all are, around. they're everywhere like year round they're burning
1: <laughs> but it's spooky season we are at the end of september start of october sweater, specifically. sweater i'm wear, i'm wearing this this beanie she made as well it's
0: a million degrees outside
1: it, it's a million degrees in the, my head right now this it's if you ever want some this looks badass. <laughs>
0: I look like a little leopard, but you look a leopard, but you're like cheetah.
1: I mean, I like how like spacious it is. Yeah, you look like you about I to slap some hoes. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, are
0: you saying this is like a pimp jacket? Kind
1: of, yeah. It kind looks of like a pimp jacket. Wow. <laughs> you gotta watch out. I'm a pimp now.
0: <laughs> hey guys, this is Nerd Escape, the
1: comic book podcast where we talk
0: about everything underrated and overlooked.
1: I'm your host Jablar,
0: and I'm your host Camille,
1: and we have a featured episode for you. Yes. This featured episode goes along with Spooky Season.
0: Spooky
1: Season. It's the first of many spooky books that we hope to bring up to you. Spooky. Um, Camille has said she's going to work Spooky. Cammy has said she's going to work on a list of spooky books. Spooky. You can tell she loves Spooky Season. Spooky. (laughs) And the comic book we're featuring on this episode is Guess what it is? The stu- the Boom Studio feature. <laughs> I'm not stupid. The Boom Studio comic book feature. Something is killing the children. Something's killing the children. Something is
0: killing the children. We don't like it.
1: What do you think this mo- this comic book is about? It's about something killing the children. Yeah. And if something's killing it It'd be the- really
0: interesting.
1: <laughs> it's just like it's a, a it's a fantasy Peter Pan book. Um, <laughs> but if you if that title doesn't explain, you know, just the horror, spooky season aspect, something in this comic book is killing the children. Something. Before we dive into that, tell, let's give a credit where credit's due. What, Guess what, y'all? What's the, what's the, the, the tip? We're going to talk about the
0: creators. Sorry, I didn't mean to point my fingers at you like that. Spooky. Um, <laughs> We are in spooky season. <laughs> We've got our writer, James the Fourth. He's cool. Do you know him personally? I know his works. Okay. Okay, well, he's based out of Brooklyn, New York. Brooklyn! And he is also a New York Times bestseller for his uh, Batman, I think, versus uh, the Mutant Ninja Turtles trilogy. What the fuck? (laughs) I've never heard of that. Yeah.
1: Cool. Good Um, on you, James. (laughs) Yeah. Uh,
0: He's also a writer and producer director for... Like TV shows. Um, I think predominantly like Batman versus, or the Batman and Ninja Turtles movies. I looked them up on IMDb, okay. saw a couple of things. I was like,
1: that's dope. No, not the Mesh movie, but I guess the separate ones. Probably. Okay.
0: Um, some of his other works include, I think these are, sorry, I don't think, I know that he is a co creator of Wind, W Y N D. Heard of it. Uh, Mimetic. And The Woods.
1: The Woods? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because I
0: think The Woods is... That's big. a good one. I've heard of it. I, I think it... Isn't it the... their kids.
1: They're kids. They go in the woods and yeah. shit happens.
0: Probably another spooky one. Yeah. Um, and then he's also done Razor Blades, The Closet, and The Department of Truth.
1: Department of Truth. That's amazing. I read all the single issues. And also The Nice House on the Lake. Uh, that, that's another scary one Is it he does. The
0: Nice House on the Lake or is it The Ninth house i thought it was in the ninth
1: it might be the ninth house uh the night it's called the nice house on the lake okay and it's post-apocalyptic like pretty scary psychological all right they do the madman that's pretty that.
0: cool yeah i when i was doing the research on him he is just doing it all he's doing it all and so you can find him on ig at james the fourth and that is f-o-u-r-t-h do not do it the number four James the fourth. It is James the fourth. The fourth. All okay. right. Now we've got our arth- artist. His name is Werther Del Idara. Del Idara. He's an Italian artist. If the name doesn't sound Italian to you, get your ears checked. <laughs>
1: Del Edara.
0: He's worked for DC Vertigo. He's worked for Image. He's worked for IDW Dynamite Workhorse. But some of his, he's really predominantly like really, really well known in Italy for a lot of his works. Um, But a couple of things that he's worked on, he's worked on a comic book called Dylan Dog and then he's also worked on The Crow, um, Mimto Mori. Okay. Um he was also nominated. So Something Is Killing the Children was nominated for an Eisner Award and um Weather was also nominated for an Eisner Award specifically for his artistry. So pretty cool stuff. Yeah. Um I think yeah, so he's a lot of it was just saying like he's really, really big, like really, really famous in Italy. Like
1: huge in Italy.
0: Top tier. Like oh, nice. people love him out there. Um, you can find him on IG and Twitter at Werther's Cut.
1: Werther's Cut.
0: Yep, Werther's okay. Cut. So W-E-R-T-H-E-R-S-C-U-T. Werther's Cut. Okay. Boom, babes. I also Boom. read
1: somewhere that something is killing the children was the top-selling comic book in 2021, like the top one.
0: Yeah, and like they came it. out with two two volumes. Yeah,
1: they're on. We read one through three. Um, I think you said four just came out, correct?
0: Yeah. So four just came out in, well, it came out in January, I think. Okay.
1: I th- but it came out this year. Okay. So. I, I think I saw the single issues around issue 26. Mm-hmm. So the, there has to be five volumes. If the, if the fifth volume isn't out yet, it should be soon. And there also also the spinoff called the house of slaughter. Yes. And the house of slaughter is just like, we'll get into it. It's this kind of organization that's in the comic book. Yep. Um, but yeah, don't you, yeah, James, Tin, Tinian,
0: Tinian, Said the fourth,
1: the Department of James Tinian the fourth. Department of Truth is amazing. Nice house on Lake is amazing. Um, yeah, those, those ones that I've read. I'm sure the wind is really good. Yeah, great writer. Honestly, it's one of my favorite parts of the whole thing. We're really, really good. Yeah, I'll get into the story of something is killing the children. Because mm-hmm. Did we it's mention that? <laughs> um, In a little town in Wisconsin called Archer's Peak. Um, in this small sleepy town, um, the children start to go missing, with most never returning. Um, for the few that do return, they are found with th- their bodies dismembered and eviscerated. Yeah, not a pretty sight, you know. It's it's it's. I'll say this comic book does not let up on the eviscerations, and it has blood and guts and. Torn apart bodies.
0: Lots of trigger warnings.
1: Trigger warnings than that. Trigger warnings than that. Yes. Um, and so this it starts off with this kid, this middle schooler named James, and um, he all his friends die, and it kind of there's a mystery around it because you're like, okay, all these kids are dying, and he's the only survivor, so you know he gets interrogated, um, and but what's killing the children, and it gets it gets into it right away, so it's not a big spoiler, is a twenty foot. Like crab like feet, like shadow monster. Mm -hmm. So imagine this 20 foot black monster with these glowing red eyes and it has a mouth and it's just eating all your friends. Like tearing them apart piece by piece and you're there just screaming your head off. And, but the thing is with this monster, the adults, they can't see it. And so yeah this monster is basically going around the small town killing the children and some of them go missing some of them are found you know body parts everywhere and introduces the main one of the main characters a stranger to this town named erica slaughter Um, she arrives and aka they call her green eyes sometimes because she has these bright big gold green eyes Um, but she's a monster killer to say the least Um, she interacts and investigates the small town and she tries to stop the monsters spread Um, before it's too late and there's just, you know, monsters everywhere killing all these kids. And so that's the gist of it. There's basically, she shows up to the small towns and that's her job. Like, I think it starts off with her at a small town, Mm kind of cleaning up and she's like, all right, we finished it. And then she gets a phone call. Like, that's a terrible ring. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And then she's like, all right, go to this small town. There's, you know, been some missing kids. And it kind of throws off that, like, nor, like thriller small town vibe where mm-hmm. it's like there's a murderer going on serial killer and the kids are missing and a then good
0: old murderous mystery
1: yeah exactly and so and then she sh- shows up and she's working for an organization called the house of slaughter and we'll dive into that when you talk about characters we're just gonna bounce the characters back and forth um there's james he's the middle schooler he has glasses he has like brushy long hair um he survived you know in in a situation with the monster and the monster killed all his friends in a massacre. He looks like the Arthur. He looks like, uh, James Tinian. And, um, he does. James Tinian actually in the nice house in the lake, he writes, draws a character that looks like him. And now I think about it in department of truth, there's a character that has glasses as well, but he has blonde hair. So he kind of changes it up. But I feel like he, the main character when he writes, he makes them look like him, which is yeah, cool. Or that, have traits. Yeah. yeah. That traits like him. Um, You know, James is kind of like the nerdy kid. Um, He has, but you know, he has friends and everything. And he goes through a lot. He goes through a lot in the story. Um, Erica Slaughter, um, she is fit, like he has a fit physique. I'll say Um, she wields large knives, sometimes chainsaws. Um, She has white hair. She has big green eyes, and she's a monster killer. Um, but she has a lot of weight on her shoulders. In my opinion, she genuinely cares about the people. Um, and she travels from town to town killing these monsters. And the thing that she has to like fight with the opposite of that, that doesn't have that caring, like, like characteristic is the house of slaughter. Um, the monster killing underground organization, or as Cammy would say, a cult. Yeah. She's like, this is a cult. Yeah. Um, they do kill monsters. That's like their whole main thing. Um, but they will kill innocent people if those innocent people seem like loose ends. And what do you think of all those characters? What do you think of, like, James?
0: Um, James is a sweet baby angel. Yes. Um, he, is. he deserved better, but um, yeah.
1: That's no indication if he lives or dies. <laughs> but he's been, he you went through a lot. Know. He's, I've, James is very strong, though. He, go, he goes through it. Like, he gets a moment where he's, like, crying with, like, I mean, sarcasm. He's a, he's a kid. He's a kid, so he's just like, "Really, you want to use me for this? Okay, like, let's do it. I'm here for it." Um, what do you think of Erica?
0: She's chill. She's doing what she's got to do. She's, Yeah. Um, and she's taking it upon herself to do the right thing, and um, I can appreciate that.
1: Yeah, she. I and there's just so many badass scenes of her just dual wielding and just going at monsters like they did a really good job with the action on that part yeah um, the house of slaughter
0: are you asking me what I think yeah. about the house of slaughter they can go fuck themselves
1: <laughs> they're protecting the greater good Cami you gotta take care of loose sins sometimes
0: um well then you have a morality issue right there because you can't save people and kill people in the same breath
1: well put well put sort of cult <laughs> <laughs> and I forgot to bring up really this interesting uh, Tommy I'll just mention that character um, he works at the local Apple beams you hear me right Apple beams that t- was Apple beans Apple beans there you go <laughs>
0: it was like yeah that stood out oh, to yeah. me predominantly so,
1: yeah, there's like home deposit <laughs> like oh, yeah. there's like different uh, soup like stores in the thing that will get the copyrights um, but his sister was one of the children that went missing um, he takes care of his estranged mother who's at home just waiting for the daughter to come back. And, you know, she might be dead. She might, you know, be alive. Um, but he has conflicts with Erica Slaughter because she comes into town. She's hanging out with James. And James was just found, you know, covered in blood with all these dead kids. So some people think he, James is the one who killed him. And then so Tommy kind of bullheaded, kind of jock-looking guy goes after Erica and tries to, like, you know, I guess citizen arrests her or even tries to kill her and but then he has like a turnaround where he finally realizes what's really going on and it's not Erica who's killing the children, it is the the monster. And he, he he's an interesting character as well. She doesn't like Tommy.
0: Tommy can eat dirt.
1: <laughs> he probably does. He eats a lot of like he eats blood and dirt. I don't know. He's he's gone through it. The whole town's gone through it. Okay. He put himself in that position to go through it, so I don't want to hear it. But that's that's the gist of it. You have a very small town story. Kind of. A, I want to say Stranger Things. I don't know. If that's what do you what compare you, it to Stranger Things? What would you compare this to?
0: I don't. I think it's really just a murder mystery, like yeah. a small town murder mystery. I think it's really really good. Kind of reminds me like of the. Uh, the beginning of the X-Files movie, like, the kids fall into that hole. Oh, yeah. And then Scully and Mulder come into town to try to figure it out. Huh.
1: Never thought of it that way. Nice.
0: Kids. It, it's good.
1: It's it, That genre of just, like, thriller, murder mystery. Supernatural. Horror. <laughs> I will say, once again, this is not let up, like, you see kids getting like it's intense <laughs> eviscerated face. torn so, in half please take care of yourself and, when you read this yes it's it's very scary from the interest so if you're looking for a scary and i don't, honestly it's visceral but the artwork like they don't go too overboard it's like it the subject is overboard when you're like taking a kid and like the kids getting eaten and torn in half but the artwork i think it's like i don't want to use the word bland but the artwork it's is subtle it's subtle they subtly pull it off and like it's it's not so in your face you're more just like whoa that happened but it's not like there's like a blood splatter on the comic books like thing it's yeah
0: i'd have to say it's like very subtle it's not very subtle it's subtle enough but it's very moody so it definitely
1: i was trying to look for the right words for the art it's moody it's moody but it uses like i don't want to say like it's pastel colors bright like no no. like that's what i'd say like it uses like kind of like pastel colors so well
0: pastel colors are bright but they're like baby pink baby blue okay never mind so they're no they're just um i don't know they're very they're dull colors very cool colors yes Yes. cool tone colors for sure
1: so it's a very cool tone comic book throughout the whole thing and and i guess that adds to like the like darkness of it all you know um I was thinking of the word noir. Would you describe this as maybe a horror noir?
0: Um, I cannot say which because I really don't know the definition of noir. Um,
1: I'm going to use it. I feel like it has a horror noir feel because noir is more like solving a like a criminal case, and this is kind of like that, but with like a murdering monster that they're trying to stop. Because there's a lot of like. You're in an interrogation. But I mean that's room. what
0: a murder mystery is. It's like a supernatural yeah. murder mystery. But it I, it's I don't a really know. cool.
1: It's kind of like that. I never thought about it. It's it's a kind of a badass like more detailed X-Files episode. Yeah. Yeah. If you like X-Files, you you'll definitely like this. It's oh. our clap we're going to go to one of our classic segments. simple but sometimes simple is perfect. Q&A about this comic book from me and Cammy back and forth. And I'll ask Cammy this. What was your favorite thing about something is killing the children? Mm, probably the mood. The
0: mood. The mood. So the setting. I think the plot was really, really good. Storyline was really, really good because again, you don't get storylines like like murder mystery, kids um, very often in comic books. So it was really nice seeing that, and then it was just really good for like setting that moodiness of. Uh, getting into spooky season so I was like because I've been in the mood to really read more um, horror and scary thriller novels and stuff like that so this was really really nice to kind of set the tone and it was very it was like I hate to describe horror as light but this was a very like light horror to kind of like ease me into which is crazy reading yeah
1: because
0: more more spooky books
1: I would say the artist, <laughs> uh, the biggest pull off is pulling off like children getting killed by a monster, and it's right. not like you don't like it's just like grabs the kid and goes off into the panel and kills the kid over there like uh, they they killed the kids. That's right on scene. Yeah, like and it it gets pretty yeah it's visceral and I, that's part of what I liked about the story a lot. I enjoyed the story, like the small town horror thriller. So the writing was amazing. Mm-hmm. I'll say this. We hardly complain about anything on this podcast because we usually do comic book appreciations. But here's your I don't want to call it a warning, but just a, a critique. A critique and a tip for readers when you're reading this. The paneling and I'll show it on the on the video. The paneling sometimes they don't read it they read left to right, but they don't read it like one page is all left. You gotta like pan to the right side. And there are some times where you, you're reading it and then you read down and you're confused, like, what the hell? And then he's like, oh, the top panel panned over to the right side of the page. And they do that here and there in it. And sometimes it throws it, because Cammy was reading it and she was like, what the heck? And I was like, oh, yeah, I remember the paneling was really weird sometimes. Yeah, I don't so really like You gotta like watch for like. like that. The other panel on the far right side to be on the left page, and then it like goes over there. But sometimes, like the crease in the page, like you can hardly see it. Yeah. So when you read, you be get you, you get used to it by like the second volume. But the first time you read it, you're gonna be like, "What the heck?" Like I'm off, like and it kind of throws you off the story. It, yeah. It really does. That's our one critique, and I'm pretty sure they heard it, <laughs> like because I've never really noticed something where I was like, "I love this comic book, but it has this one thing about it." Yeah. So that's that's the one little hit on that. But the story is amazing. Mm -hmm. Um, And I said, they don't beat around the bush with the monster eviscerating children. And, you know, even adults get it too. Um, And so this is also going to be a Netflix show. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it's going to come out this October, but was it Mike Flanagan who's producing it?
0: The infamous Mike Flanagan. the infamous he's, Mike Flanagan. He's
1: reverse yourself.
0: <laughs> I think so. <laughs>
1: Mike Flanagan does the uh he does The Haunted House. The
0: Haunting of Hill House, house. he does Bly Manor, he Bly. did the what was that vampire movie? Oh yeah, the I know
1: what you're talking about. He mm-hmm. does all the Netflix horror like originals Because they're good.
0: His wife is in each one of them. Oh. You know that one movie I showed you, she's deaf. Yes. And she's she lives alone in the woods. Um so that's his wife. Okay. And I think she made that movie and like co-created it with. Okay.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm I'm when I saw Mike Flanagan was producing, I was like, "Hell yeah" because I my favorite part of this was you know the first scene you're with James and his friends and they're like kind of doing truth or dare or and truth or dare and telling scary stories to st- each other. The next scene James is in the interrogation room and it's like very moody like the blue colors Mm -hmm. and you know the like we said It's like the mood is like, you know Dark there's like a shade over it and then all of a sudden like after the cops investigating him and interrogating him the next The very next like turn over the page. It's Erica Slaughter holding, you know You know her swole arms holding two blades covered in blood and like looking at a little girl who she's helping destroy these monsters And then, like, it kind of, like, I can already see how the TV show is going to be, like, bloop, scene here. And then it's going to, like, cut to the next scene. And then you're going to just watch. Mark our words. I have a feeling it's going to be, if it doesn't come out this year, it's probably going to come out next October, I'd assume. Because they love to come around this time. Because, yeah. Usually drop stuff around October time. It
0: just came out, though, like. The announcement. Well, the. The
1: the comic book, The comic book itself. It was, like, two thousand. So you would need. Yeah,
0: a year to it. I don't and know. Two so years. I
1: watch. I feel like it's gonna be probably the hit show on Netflix. Where I'm like, oh my god, it's based on a comic book. And I'm like, yeah, it's great. <laughs> I don't want to be the guys that like, we read it for the first time ever. It's our story. <laughs> but it's gonna be a Netflix show, and I. That's my favorite part is the story and the setting and the and just like how they work together to. Make that a perfect scene. It's, I can feel like it's already be a really good TV show. Um, and there's also great comic relief uh, written in there, even in such a dark story. That's really good. Um, favorite character, Cammy. I didn't have one. And it goes to say, I always say you never have a favorite character. And you're like, I
0: have favorite characters. I don't have a favorite character for this one. Because I felt Slaughter like it was. No. I thought the story i i really like the whole plot i really didn't too much care for any of the characters wow. sorry did my you favorite. like characters
1: <laughs> i wrote America, Erica slaughter is amazing like i feel like erica slaughter could become an iconic comic book character in my opinion for uh St- boom studios because okay. boom studio doesn't have that iconic character um and like i said this is the best-selling comic book period in 2021 um, and I feel like when this show comes out, like it will be that very strong figure. Um, but my favorite character is the whole, uh, it's the whole town folk. I like the town. Um, a lot of them go through, it's
0: not a character
1: that, ah, yes, it is a lot of, a lot of them go through, um, some shit. They really go to the monster, um, eating their children. The house of slaughter coming them, and like you know, they're like the the town at one point is like all together, and then the house of slaughter is kind of like you know, basically threatening them. And when loose ends got to be cut, Tommy's mom, um, you know, she's just strange, she's going through it. There's the sheriff, the deputy goes through some stuff, the principal of the school, he's well written. I just think there's all all these like small side characters like they have dialogue with the main characters and I always think they just like you even their small moments that you're talking with these characters like you feel like they're real they they have some roots already yeah I think like, all the they characters, did a good job of giving the character roots without even really giving them yeah
0: roots. I, I definitely have to agree with you on there like all the characters were well written they had substance to them it, I, I just didn't have a favorite
1: and like and Tommy, Tommy, you know, he's bullheaded. He goes through ups and downs. Um, and even Tommy's, like, co-worker, you know, she adds some, like... He's like, a good art. She's a side, she's a side character, and, mm-hmm. yeah, and he has a good arc. Um, all right, and last question. Do you believe in monsters? Like, for example, the monsters, when a kid comes out of his room and says, there's a monster in my closet.
0: Sure, yeah. You believe it's real? Yeah.
1: You don't think it's just their imagination.
0: Nope.
1: So you do you feel imagination can create a monster, or is that kid really seeing something that's really there, but we're just old and we can't really see it?
0: Mm, I think kids can see more than what we can because we have like we are desensitized to a lot of things, um, so we don't see as much as kids do. Kids are very They've got simple minds Very simple so straightforward to them For us it's different We have blocks of morality We have blocks of like Well this and that and you know Opinions whatever So yeah I think kids can see more I think people can create Their internal Monsters so um, That can become Problems for them Physically so uh, Yeah that's, yeah. that's my thoughts
1: on that. Poor beliefs in that. Yeah. Which I love because, you know, you mean a comic book. And it, yeah. So, yeah, monsters.
0: Monsters. Mario.
1: Hopefully not these ones. <laughs>
0: yeah, hopefully not
1: this one. <laughs> He's, yeah. Maybe this is happening in small towns over the place. Maybe this is a, a a journalistic account. Maybe. But look out for somebody killing the children. Look out mm-hmm. for Erica Slaughter, the badass. I want to get... Um, the House of Slaughter. Actually, uh, Sorry, I missed and said that something is killing the children. Was not the top-selling comic book in 2021. It was The House of Slaughter. Ah. Yeah. Ah. So the spin-off, and it's pretty cool. Whenever they kill monsters, they have like bandanas they put over their face, and the bandanas have little like teeth on them. That's about it. Mm-hmm. It's spooky season, y'all. Can you give us one of your infamous spooky seasons?
0: It's bookism. Season. Huh? It's bookism. <laughs> it's spooky
1: season it's spooky season y'all so this is our first recommend on that um something is killing the children written by james tinian the fourth illustrated by weather Deladera, and colored by miguel muerto muerto boy his name is death okay um yeah and then colors and world and world, oh, design. And world design a letter it's by right? and world design okay that was a person too <laughs> I was like, um but hell yeah this is it's a good such one. a good comic book and you know, it's, it's one of the, it's in, our, it's our generation, you know, 2020. So it's a, it's a new comic book on the shelves. Um, so you can actually read it, catch up and, you know, keep up with this. You know, there's not something that has like, it's not like spawn. I think spawn us all is like on number 333 <laughs> the issue. Um, but hell yeah. Thank you all for listening. Once again, appreciate y'all for listening on YouTube subscribe, give us a like, leave a comment. Any other platforms, leave us a review, please. It helps us out a lot. Follow us on Instagram at nerd underscore escape. Yes. We post. You can communicate with us if you like. We yeah. like to collaborate. Um, but yeah, until then, this has been Nerd Escape.
0: The comic book podcast.
1: Where we talk about everything underrated and overlooked.
0: I'm your host, Cammy,
1: And I'm your host, Jablar.
0: Read a book.
1: It's bookishism. Oh,
0: Let's
1: <laughs> it's 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 <laughs> it's it's Done.